0: Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate Podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Maloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here's your host, Sean Maloney. Welcome to episode 147, Setting Goals. I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week is getting later in the year, and it's time to look again at what did we set for goals for 2021, and what are we going to set for goals for 2022, and how are we going to reach them? Goals are a very interesting subject. A lot of people avoid them. Setting goals allows us to create a benchmark for what success looks like. Failing to set goals allows us to wander off track without even knowing it. Think about this. If I just said to myself, I want to sell a lot of houses. If I sell 12 houses that year, is it a lot? Well, it's tough to say. If I sold six the year before, maybe 12 is a lot. But how do I define what a lot is? Well, the truth of it is, that's why we set goals. Because otherwise, we can go tell mom or tell our significant other, oh, I sold 12 homes. And they're like, great job, honey. But if you had a goal of 40 homes, did you sell a lot? Well, no, you sold very little. But by not having a defined goal, it would allow us to fail successfully, which is a bad thing. In life, setting goals is just creating that benchmark. Where is success? Because it allows us then to say, okay, if I want to sell 12 homes a year, I'm on month two, I better be two homes in, considering there's only 12 months in the year. These are things that allow us to track correctly versus just kind of wandering our way around, not knowing where where are we going? What are we doing? And it's funny that people are so afraid of goals because The truth of goals is failing to reach your goals doesn't mean you failed. It means you successfully identified what did not work, and it allows you to formulate your next plan. One of the biggest mistakes made by young entrepreneurs is paralysis through analysis. Failure to launch, failure to take that initiative, run with it, move forward, learn from the bumps and bruises you get, and continue to develop. People like the Elon Musks of the world and all these other people that people idolize, they don't realize how often they fail because all you focus on is their successes. I can guarantee you with the amount of projects that a person like Elon Musk takes on, that the stack of failures would be crippling to some people's brains and the idea of, wow, I don't know how you get back up again after you lose $100 million betting on this or betting on that. The difference really is just the idea of explosive decision making in full accountability to the decisions you make and realizing that failure is not failure at all, it's success in finding what doesn't work, which allows us entrepreneurs to continue moving forward. And by setting goals that we're trying to reach for, these failures don't take us down because that failure showing us where not to go helps us go back to track to get to that goal to reach the ultimate success that we set. Now, when you reach a goal, It's now time to reassess and set an even higher goal. It's important to acknowledge our successes, but not allow them to stagnate our progress. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes people over-celebrate reaching a goal. Not that you shouldn't be proud of yourself, not that you shouldn't feel even more driven than ever by the idea that you've found some success, but letting it be that, okay, every time I sell a house, I'm going to go out and get drunk on Friday night. Saturday, I'm going to work like junk and on Sunday, I'll be waking up and catching up. What's that going to lead to? Is that more sales or less sales? The truth is it's going to lead to less sales, right? It leads to a less desirable life, you know, tiredness. So I just partied all of this or it can lead to the rich to poor effect, right? So every time I've got money, I spend it all and then I have none and then I get some more and I spend it all the cyclical cycle of having and not having having and not having will run equal with your sales because instead of putting it into your marketing you're spending it on you know going over glorifying your successes based on your goals now like i said when you hit a goal it's great enjoy it definitely 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 reward yourself feel the success that you have cuz the more we taste and feel success the more we're going to drive for it but now it's time to look and say okay the goal was 12 homes. I sold 12 homes. We're only in month 10. I still got two more months left. What's the new goal? It better be 16 because I want to shoot higher than I shot before because as my goals lead me up, I'm going to grow each and every time I stage a new goal. And if I make them to bite-sized pieces, little breakable small pieces of goals, as I put them together and accumulate these successes, We'll notice that I'm going to gain some energy, some force, something behind me that's just driving me. It's success. It's the idea that now you trust yourself. You've reached these goals, you are setting new ones, and you're continuing your path along. Oftentimes, we hear people call them smart goals, which really means that they're specific, right? So they give you the target. What is the target? 12 homes. They're measurable by the idea that there are 12 of them, right? So we said we're going to sell 12 homes by the month of November. So we're really specific about that. And then we have the measurable, right? So we are able to pay attention to that. And then next up, we have the accountability, right? So it's on ourselves to do. And as we work our way through these SMART goals and we work our way along, it really is going to show us where we Black and where we find success in the ability to grow. So, it being attainable. So, again, specific, measurable, attainable, or accountable. We've got relevant. Why does this success or this goal push us more towards our future goals? So, each and every one of our goals is just a little tiny piece of the overall puzzle. We want to think how is this relevant to the big picture? And then last but not least in the SMART goal is time-based, which means we've set a goal timeline. And that's when I said, I want to have it by November. That tells us when we have to have it or we don't find success. So specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based, otherwise known as SMART goals. Guys, 2022 is right around the corner. If in 2021, you avoided your goals, you didn't chase after things, and you didn't get it done, it's okay. Remember, you found out what didn't work. Now it's time to find out what does work. Get some smart goals, put them into play. And really, the best thing you can do, tell someone else about them. You know why? Accountability partners are awesome. When you have an accountability partner that knows what you were supposed to do, it means that no longer can you go tell mom what you did not hit. Great job, honey. You tried. You gave it your all. They'll say, listen, cut the BS. Why didn't you do it? Why didn't you follow the goals that we talked about? Accountability partners are the best thing in the industry. Find an agent that you like, that you get along with, that would test you and push you and push each other. You'll find a lot of growth through it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or you have a future topic, please reach out to us in the comments or email me directly. Make sure to check out our Facebook group, our weekly newsletter, our blog, as well as the website, RealFactsOnRealEstate.com. Again, if you haven't already done so, make sure to subscribe and tell everyone you know all about this and how they can learn to earn six figures or more in real estate right here on Real Facts on Real Estate. Thanks again and have a great week.